What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? <laughs> no, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. <laughs> Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Mailbag time. We got the Fantasy Cops a little bit later. We have actually five Fantasy Cops cases scheduled for today's show. I do not like this development, though, from Schneier. I don't like the new camera angle. No, it's terrible. It's, Why is it so bad? Go back to embrace the stink. Go back to the bathroom. <laughs> go back to the toilet look. I mean, you tried. Confirmed before, I confirmed before moving angles with Jamie that it still would make me look like I was on in a bathroom on a toilet. So I'm still, I, you know, I didn't change the chair angle. So you, can, you still can't see the chair. I'm blocking the chair. It still <laughs> looks like a, enough of a toilet. What I have to do is really embrace it, though, and throw in a little uh, toilet roll right there. So I'm still working on that. You should, man. You should put Lysol back there or whatever. I mean, yeah. really, you should just go for it. I love it. We got Do you know that we discovered that you stole fantasy cops from somebody? Oh no, oh, Adam! First of all, I don't believe that. Who did? Who? Who was it? From who? No one. Uh, just the the look on your face was worth it. No, it's garbage. <laughs> I didn't steal any. Remember, you used to be the fantasy regulators. He, he's yeah. still dealing with 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 the backlash from stealing up. That was Christopher Harris's plant yeah. uh, <laughs> flag earlier. So he's still dealing with a lot of backlash from. He that, does so. plant your flag players. I was doing. Plant your flag oh, or takes. No, takes I, I, I almost, but to avoid, to don't don't do semantics it. To avoid the uh, poop storm that you were going to deal with, um, <laughs> I uh, when I was giving you credit for your Josh Reynolds last night, I was going to say kudos to Adam Azer for talking about Josh Reynolds for a month. He really planted his flag on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a new nickname for the Vikings. I, I came. Uh, I had uh, that was terrible. My three sons for the Vikings for Madison, Addison, and Hawkinson. But someone said you forgot about Jefferson. So how about? <laughs> yeah, I know, pathetic, right? How about Sons of Anarchy? That's what we can refer to the Vikings that's- as. They got four sons. Jefferson. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a little weird, right? Jefferson, Addison, Madison, Hawkinson. They're were four, there four. Were there four main characters in Sons of Anarchy? Sure. Yeah, I knew you didn't know that one. No, so. of course I've seen it, but yeah, you got 
You got the guy from Braveheart. You got Jax. You got the guy from... Uh, You've seen Sons of Anarchy, but you haven't seen Friday Night Lights. All right, let's read some emails and podcast <laughs> questions here. Apple Podcast questions. This comes from Dan in a small town in New York. Toilet Town. Yeah. I had both Chris Godwin and Mike Evans fall to me in a 14-team PPR league. I couldn't help but take them at the time. Should I try to unload one, even though I feel I've got a strong team, or write out the stack? If so, who should I try to get rid of, Godwin or Evans? Got to go with Dan on the unloading question. So, Dan, what would you do? <laughs> yeah, I would get rid of Evans in this regard. Um, you dump him? Actually, you know what? I take that back. I think you're going to get more back for Godwin, and I don't think I think I see feel like there's enough of a different season long and someone might actually trade for Godwin if they're in a bad spot at receiver due to injuries, especially if this is half PPR or PPR. So I'd actually look to move Godwin. It's PPR. I would disagree with that. Um, <laughs> for me, I would actually wait this week if you can. And I expect both guys to have actually a decent game because I, I, while I do expect the Viking secondary to improve, I'd like to see it first. And I think if both guys have a good game, then the trade value goes up for both of them. But I would rather trade Evans specifically for what Dan said, I think you would get more in return for Godwin. But I think if Edmund Evans does go off, like you could see, I would never do this, but you could see as we were talking about on Friday morning, the potential of somebody getting panicked about Jameer Gibbs. And maybe you have a Gibbs and something for, I'm sorry, Gibbs for Mike Evans and something, and you might get something pretty good in return. For Evans. Yeah, just be careful because I, you know, we could have said, well, if you want to trade Sky more, you should do it after week one because Kelsey's out and this and that. I mean, if if Godwin and Evans have bad games against the Vikings, their trade value is going to go flush right down the toilet. If you know that what is I'm that is a great point, but I would counter with that and say Sky Moore and Mike Evans are not the same. One guy has yet to do it. One guy has certainly proven it time and time again. Well, I know, but it was the point is, is they could easily have bad games. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. All right, uh, this one is from Dark Wrestler Four. Dear George, Gerald, Ulysses, and Franklin. Um, Ulysses so, Grant. That's the only these, Ulysses I know. These have got to be presidents. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you Four. think any of the Panthers' wide receivers will make an impact in fantasy this season? Uh, yes. There'll be some weeks where you know Adam Thielen or. Hopefully DJ Chark and maybe uh, the Mingo ate your baby. Um, have some some good moments. Ooh, I'm gonna definitely steal that as a team name since I don't creatively come up with my own, and Adam doesn't like that about me. But I do like that one a lot. But I I would bet on Mingo. I think if you're looking at that receiver core and you're looking at this pass game overall, the concerns for me are: Will this offensive line hold up enough for a consistent pass game at any point this season? And I think. As they go on through the season, there will be improvement on the O-line, and we'll start to see the passing game create a little bit more. But I think it will run through Mingo at that point, or at least that's the player I would want to bet on having the most consistency in fantasy. Thielen, to me, I feel like that's an injury waiting to happen, if not just bad production coming out of it. Chark is interesting, but I don't know if he perfectly fits into what, I, what, what Bryce Young's skill set is, so I would bet on Mingo. Okay, this is from adjacent to Naperville. I need two in a flex. Pirine, Mostert, Elijah Moore, Nico Collins, or Romeo Dobbs. Pirine, Mostert, Elijah Moore, Nico Collins, or Romeo Dobbs. Mostert uh, to start for me. Mostert is the easy one. Yeah. It comes down to Pirine versus is Romeo Dobbs the guy in Green Bay because Christian Watson is out. So if Watson plays, I would go with Pirine. 
If Watson is out, I would go with Dobbs. But I also wouldn't rule out Elijah Moore because I think he could have a decent game as well against the Bronco, uh, against the Bengals in the game of the week. Um, but yeah, I think it's between Dobbs and and P. Ryan. Uh, Dan, you missed one of the most. I don't even know what the right word like awkward. It was what really what Adam do. What Adam do? No, so Adam texts me right before the show starts. You know, we have our game of the week stick with Dave. So Adam texts me right before the show starts uh, on Friday morning and says. When I say Joe Burrow's playing Baltimore, don't correct me. <laughs> I want to see what Dave says. I said, so, I'm, I'm hoping Dave jumps in and corrects me. And then, okay. oh, great. So he's trying to week. trap our employees. I got it. And then I was yeah. going to do, I want him to say, no, he's playing the Browns. And then I was going to, you know, smash game of the week. Game of the week. So, uh, okay. so Dave doesn't catch the mistake and he just starts to, no, of course I'm playing Joe Burrow. <laughs> and then the Adam Ravens. goes, so you're playing Joe Burrow against the Ravens. And then Dave freezes. <laughs> His internet freezes, so he's stuck, and so now Adam's like trying not to to, to giggle. <laughs> like I'm just I'm just looking down because I'm starting to laugh too, and I want Dave to see me. And Adam's just like <laughs> starting to laugh, and so he's like, basically, like, so Dave <laughs> against the Ravens. <laughs> I think I asked him three or four times if he liked Burrow against the Ravens, and he's just he's like, what am I going to do? I'm going to sit Joe Burrow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, what's the okay? Next one is from. The ego formerly known as Joel. Best comedy of the 80s continued. This is something that Jamie asked, and I said cheers. Uh, Joel says, perfect strangers. Adam is Larry Appleton, and Dave Heath, Jamie, and Dan all come together like Voltron to form the wildly unpredictable fantasy football version of Balky. Balky Bartakamus. <laughs> yeah. Not even going to pretend like I've ever heard of this movie. It's a, sh- it's a show. It's a show. There we go. Uh, this is from Chucky Buckle. A friend asked me to join a league at the last hour or the last minute, two hours before the draft, and gave me the general rules of the league. 12 team, half PPR, etc. Not until after the draft did anyone tell me that in this league, you're only allowed two transactions per week and three trades during the entire season. My questions are, one, are these rules stupid? And two, should I have been told this before asking me to join the league? Well, one, I don't know if these rules are that stupid. I think some leagues that I've played in, not typically the ones that I'm super excited about, but leagues that I've played in, prefer, let me try to say this in the nicest way, prefer less involvement during the year. Some players just want, some managers want to draft their team, have something to root for, but they don't want to be forced to really be into it every day of every week and really play it out in that sense. So there will be some leagues where you get people who prefer this. I don't prefer that. I'd rather be into it and play it out and give it my all. But some leagues prefer that. So they don't want trades and they don't want all these transactions. I'm in a league, baseball league, fantasy baseball league, with 10 transactions for the whole year and no trades for that exact reason. So I don't know if it's stupid. I think it's just preference for some people. But I will say this. It is terrible that they didn't tell you this before the draft. That has to be fully communicated to anyone who joins the league. That they didn't tell him or he didn't ask? Because I think that's the question that he should ask. Oh, you, you shouldn't have to, have to ask that. No, you, I don't think you should have to ask. There are transactions limit. Like, you just, you just yeah. assume there isn't. Well, yeah. th- yes, you're right. That that's specific stuff. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I would assume I play in the most leagues of the three of us here. And I've joined a couple this year um, where... That's the first thing I asked. Okay, so just tell me what the rules are. You would hope that that would come up in conversation. Um, the transaction rules, I mean, think about what we're dealing with with one league where there's, you know, IR spots and people are oh, picking yeah. up, you know, a billion people and 
I don't want to say abusing it. They're just, you know, trying to figure out the right way to add and draw players. So there are some, you know, formats where, you know, transaction limits do make some sense. But, you know, think about it. Like, you, you're the Travis Kelsey manager. You're the Cooper Cup manager. You've already had to probably make one transaction. Jonathan Taylor, Jeff Wilson, you know, one transaction already in your league, whether it's putting somebody on IR or trying to find a replacement for, for a starter that you were hoping for. And now imagine that happens again on the weekend. Or there's just somebody was dropped, you know. Like I'm in one league where somebody dropped Van Jefferson because they had to make a transaction, and so like I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up Van Jefferson. We have deep benches; it doesn't make sense to leave him on the waiver wire. And so, if I couldn't do that, like that would drive me nuts. Yeah, of course. I don't. I don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go a little faster because we do have some news. We have some Jerry Judy news. We have some Ramondre Stevenson news. As Stevenson did not practice today for the Patriots. Uh, this is DJ Slater. Adam and Dan should do all of the combine drills for best athlete. <laughs> I'll do the, I'll win the agility ones and he'll win the strength you ones. Never win the agility. You ones. think you're gonna beat me in the forty? You weigh you weigh forty more pounds than me. Forty is not an agility drill. Okay, I, the speed, speed slash agility drills. I will I beat you. To beat me in a speed drill because you're forty pounds lighter than me. But yeah, I will. Which is also absurd considering we look this almost the same from a skinniness <laughs> standpoint. But you just have you just have no muscle whatsoever on you. But agility drills like that has nothing to do with deep speed or it's like I'm I will be more agile. agile. I will jump higher than you. I'm very I'll agile. Closer than you. And I want to not. I don't want to bury that we are playing some sports. We're going to play basketball for sure. Yeah. You think oh, you're yeah. good at that? For sure. Not even good at basketball. I just know I can back you down every single play, and I'll just out physical you. And any sport like that, we'll play some football drills. We'll, we'll have an automatic quarterback. Maybe Jamie will come up and play auto QB for us. Uh, We're going to figure it out. But it's happening next year for sure. Right, right. around the time. I said, did I say let's go quicker here? Let's go uh, Dotson, Deontay, or Damian Pierce in PPR? Uh, Dotson. Dotson for me as well. Chig, Everett, or Ferguson? Chig, who? Everett or Ferguson? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferguson. First Giants. From Dirt Beach, I have Tua and Jordan Love. Should I drop Love for Sam Howell? I would rather Love. Um, I would rather have Howell, and I would certainly rather have Howell this week if there is no Watson. I mean, think about this. They're dealing with injuries right now. Like, True. If Great. So Terry McLaurin was also banged up, so take that into account. But it just feels like, my gosh, can you trust Jordan Love? If he doesn't have any of those guys, uh, no, I but he's got he's got two of this week, so he doesn't need to start him. It's just a stash. Yeah, it's a stash for the rest of season. I, but I, I think Howell's rushing will surprise a lot of people if he doesn't. How I, I think that could be the case. I'm a little concerned with the Howell not translating what we saw in the preseason to the regular season because we've seen that with a lot of these, um, you know, not as I should say, ballyhooed or talented quarterbacks at the NFL level. We'll see, and that schedule is really tough. I can see a lot of 150-yard passing games coming out of Washington. All right, this is a PPR league. James Cook or Miles Sanders? Sanders. I'm going with Cook. I know the matchup sucks, but I, if I draft Cook, I want him on the field for the first game. I have just very high expectations for what he can do within that offense this year, especially if this league's PPR or half PPR. It's PPR. This is from yeah, a yeah. sad Detroit sports fan. Oh, I didn't. What? Those shouldn't exist right now. Uh, Why he, should those not yeah. They just beat just the Chiefs last night. Yeah, come on. Yeah, but there's been years of misery, so obviously just one win isn't going to totally make up for that. It should. Uh, <laughs> uh, a sad Detroit sports fan is in a ten-team three-receiver PPR dynasty startup salary cap league, and he has Jefferson, Hill, Diggs, and Higgins. 
plus Geno, Dobbins, and Mostert, and Kyle Pitts. Did you think he structured his team properly going all in on wide receiver? Jefferson Hill, Diggs, and Higgins in a startup dynasty league. Ten teams. It's fantastic. Yeah, good job. Uh, this is from BB Baseball. Ranking the anal- ranking of analysts and hosts by humor level. One, Heath. Dry humor, sarcasm specialist, keeps Adam in check. Two, Dan. Nerdy, witty humor, also keeps Adam in check. Three, Adam. Everyman humor, a bit of an absurdist. Four, Dave. Dad humor, self-deprecating, great at accepting jokes on himself. Jamie was actually left Where's off Jamie? the list. He was left off the list. That's so insulting. What? That's insulting. Um, wow. Dan is not funnier than me. Like if, I'm not what? You're not funnier than I am. That's ridiculous. If, if there was a, co- a combine for that, I would destroy you in that. Adam, there's only one person on this list who had the word witty attached to their breakdown, and that was me. So let's just keep that in mind. So what? You right? can't even come up with a team name. <laughs> I don't need to. I, I use my resources, my funny resources toward other things like keeping you in check. Okay. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing those things. Uh, this <laughs> is from <laughs> Lindsay Wolf says, Dan Schneier gives the best advice about streaming kickers. Wow, this is unreal. This is a great show for me so far. You did give good advice on that. What was it again? Thank you. So for streaming kickers, what you want to target are two things. You want to target the teams with the heavy, the teams are at home. You want home kickers, first of all. And the second thing you want is home kickers with a big spread. So if the team is, has a nine point, they're nine point favorites or eight point favorites. Those are the kickers you want to target. Okay. Uh, We got some news and notes on the other side of the break. We will be right back on fantasy football today. Robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. So a couple news items here. I and mean, we're recording this mailbag a lot earlier than we usually do. So we don't have all the practice reports. Hopefully we'll get them throughout the afternoon. But Ramondre Stevenson did not practice. And Jerry Judy said it is his decision whether he plays this weekend against the Raiders. Um, Jamie, what do you think about the Patriots right now if Stevenson's questionable? Can you practice today? Correct. Uh, there'd be no Patriots I'd want to play. Uh, what about... Um, Zeke. There'd be no Patriots I'd want to play. Okay. Zeke would be a flex at best. I could see flexing Zeke, um, but it is never a good sign when somebody pops up on Friday of the injury report with a do not practice, at least as far as their availability for this week goes. So I think you could be looking at it, but I think what Jamie's maybe saying, I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Jamie, but I'm not sure if this is your opinion on this. But even if Stevenson doesn't play, we're not sure that Elliot is going to be this bell cow in that backfield. No, I think he will be the bell cow, okay. but you're talking about him being the bell you cow. Like every touch, very good what'd you say, Dan? 
I, I just I'm, I'm curious if you guys think he's going to get every touch right away if Ramondre misses. I just knowing the Patriots, no. I just can't see that happening. They have the worst running back depth be, room behind Stevenson, so I think he probably so get. I think he'd get fifteen. Expecting. I think you get fifteen touches. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen is fine. All right. You mentioned a fantasy baseball league. Yeah. I was wondering if I could briefly tell what happened in my fantasy baseball league. Um, I think I'm not talking about the one you quit as commissioner. No, I was in a 16 team league. Somehow I had Ronald Acuna and didn't make the playoffs. Oof. My 16 team league was decided the championship round. The guy won by like 0.13 fantasy points. And it came down, I believe to the final inning of the Sunday night baseball game. And if Jordan Alvarez had struck out, the guy would have lost a half a point, and he would have lost. But I think he grounded out, which is zero just points. Out non strikeout. That is epic, right? Isn't that there. cool? I mean, that's that's, pretty, that's amazing. That's what we play for. Exactly. Um, yeah. Another thing that we play for is the fantasy cops. We got a busy. We, I got a lot of cases on my desk today, guys. A lot of paperwork. Let's start with Matt. Our fantasy football commissioner likes to say he, quote, rules with an iron fist. That is not hyperbole. It is a direct quote. Every year, about a week before the draft, he comes up with some non-traditional scoring change. Things like negative points for field goal misses, defensive points for a fourth down stop. Changes we are typically used to. Um, Whatever they are, we just roll with it because even if we protested, it wouldn't matter. He really isn't a commissioner. He's a dictator. And he's proud of the way he runs the league. This year, his scoring wrinkle was points for kick and punt returns. It was billed to us as .25 points per return yards. So four return yards would get you one point. But what he actually did was set the scoring to .25 yards per point. So one return yard gets you four points. I don't think I need to explain to you why this is a problem. Full disclosure, I did notice this mistake the day after the draft. Um, it was kind of a dead giveaway when the top player on waivers was Ray Ray McLeod. But I chose not to notify the commissioner as he's made it known to the league how our opinion doesn't matter. The rest of the league picked up on the mistake during the second quarter of the Chiefs-Lions game, and our dictator quickly removed all return yard scoring. My question for you and the podcast is, do we finally revolt and overthrow our commissioner slash dictator? Um... If everybody agrees, then you probably should. I think it's, I kind of feel like this is harmless fun for the most part. Like he removed the points, right? He realized he made a mistake here with the, with the scoring. He wanted to just have fun and add like, okay, I add something quirky every year. Like I'm a commissioner in one league. And and one of the funny things about it is I'm, I'm known as the opposite kind of that. People want me to iron fist some rules in because instead, I'm very, <laughs> oh, that is so it, it, funny. You, that is funny. You are very funny. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's what they want. They want more iron fist. We're not, that. We're not doing this shit every day. Okay. Okay. For all your dad jokes. We, we need that for all your dad jokes too. The, the, the Seinfeld laugh track. All right. Yeah. But, um, and I'm the opposite. I like to have everything go by a vote, and then it turns into a whole debate and a back and forth on email, and people are going off on each other. And that was not really the best process either. So I, I don't hate the idea of a commissioner just being like, we're throwing in rules. But obviously, he made a mistake here and made the point scoring too much and fixed it since. But okay. I don't know. If you guys don't enjoy it, obviously, then that's a different 
that's a different viewpoint as well. This one is from David. Wait, wait, hold on though. What, 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 what if people drafted based on the rule? Oh yeah. Well, that's, I don't think anyone really knew the rule. So I think it's harmless in this situation, but if people did draft based on the no, rule, they, they knew the rule. They just didn't realize that the yeah. scoring was screwed up. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So they did draft. Yeah. He's got, you know what he needs to do is, is get it to the right setting where return yards are uh, four yards for one point. That that's right. what he has to do. Now, do you overthrow him? I don't think you overthrow him, but yeah, you just got to accept it. You're living in a dictatorship. All right. you, you, I mean, if all eleven people want him out as the commissioner, then that's fine. Oh, right, fine. Somebody wants to step up and do it, then that's fine. Adam, Adam's been trying to Oscar music us off for the last <laughs> four seconds. Next up from David. Is it ever appropriate to veto? And is it part of a commissioner's responsibility? Uh, sorry, to protect newbie players from experienced players uh, as they circle the new guy like hungry sharks in the water. We had a situation in our league where a novice manager took zero RB to the extreme. He didn't know how to pull it off. He just read a few articles preaching zero RB. And he only drafted Jamal Williams, Samaje Pirine, and Roshan Johnson. A savvy manager in our league traded him three dead zone running backs, Kamara, Javante, and Khalil Herbert, for Jamar Chase and Jerry Judy. The savvy manager already had Justin Jefferson and Mahomes. Now he has Chase and Judy, too. He's got a juggernaut. I'm the commissioner of the league, and several managers were, were, several managers were telling me I needed to veto it. But the way I looked at it was it gave the novice manager three starting running backs, Kamara, Javante, and Khalil Herbert. The novice manager still has Olave, Garrett Wilson, Dotson, etc. I feel like he can feel the competitive team now. Clearly, the savvy owner or manager got, what, got Chase and received the best player in the trade. Should I overturn the deal or let it stand? You should definitely let this one stand, according yeah. to me. Um, I'm not a big believer in vetoes in general. And as far as the first question goes, like, what do you do about newbie managers? You have to let them live and learn, in my mind. And they have to play out fantasy and learn from their mistakes. If you go to a poker table in Las Vegas right now, or wherever you play poker, and there's a newbie fish at the table, do you think that other players are being like, no, man, you should play this hand like this? Or like, no, I have the nuts here. Don't don't call me. Don't call me. Or like, you know, that's not how it works. You have to live and learn. You have to play out the game and get better at it. And so he tried something, zero RB. Maybe he didn't like how it played out and he had, he had regrets. And in the end, he gets three guys, like you said, who can start or at least can play. They're going to get some touches and he gives up the best player in the deal. It's obviously not great, but now he can feel a little bit better about his team and and that's something he goes into next year saying I'll never do that again right I'll never leave my draft with running backs that bad again yeah I mean look if like if Schneier goes to play pickup basketball they're not going to say no let him just leave him open let him shoot right I mean they're going to cover him they're, they're going to let him learn and and try to get better that way uh, yeah I, I would probably let him shoot <laughs> uh, yeah they don't veto the trade let, let it stand uh, this is from Patrick we have an issue in our dynasty league. There's a league member that knows he's not going to be able to compete at a higher level, but doesn't just want to win four games and get a middle round pick in the rookie draft. There are other teams that are pretty bad and could get better spots. So to combat this, this manager is benching some of his better players. Our commissioner took note of this and told them he wasn't happy about it and was going to look for a way into implementing a rule to keep it from happening day of the start of the season. Uh-huh, LOL. So anyway, the question, this is a common question. You know, what do you do about teams tanking in dynasty leagues? So one way that one league I'm in combats it is, and I think you can only do this on some of the some of the apps, is you take the best ball score of a team and you and that's the draft. Draft order is determined by 
first to, or last to first in best in best ball scoring. So no matter what, if you want to bench your good guys or start your good guys, it doesn't matter. You're getting the score, the best score you would get that week for whoever's on your roster. That's one way to do it. Um, in managed leagues, I'm not sure that's even an option. In managed leagues, I personally think you should let people tank however they want, as long as they're starting somebody who is in the NFL and playing on that on that week. Um, I just think that's part of dynasty to me, but I know other people have a stronger opinion on the opposite side of that. I think what you said there matters because I, I like the way Heath does it with the dynasty league that we're in, where you have to at least be starting somebody who's playing. So it can't be somebody who's inactive, can't be somebody who's just on a roster. Uh, it has to be somebody who's actually playing. So I'm in a situation where I took over a dynasty league. Uh, I drafted, I cut the entire roster. Basically, I have an, an entire roster, basically of rookies and a few guys that matter. Um, and I'm trying to lose. I'm I'm trying to get you know the chance to draft hopefully Marvin Harrison, and 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 continue the rebuild process. But I am starting players that are that are actually there. Yeah, I'm looking at one of our teams in our Bake Burger Dynasty League, Tim Stafford, who is going for the first pick in the draft. He's going for Caleb Williams at Superflex. He's starting C.J. Stroud, Rashawn Johnson, Kenneth Gainwell, Josh Downs, Cedric Tillman, Chigo Conquo, Irv Smith, Deuce Vaughn, Juwan Johnson, and Derek Carr. He is benching C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, D.K. Metcalf, Tua, Traylon Burks, George Kittle, Mike Evans are on the bench. Oh, or on his bench. Yeah. Oh, he really is going for this. Oh, yeah. This no, he's just, he's going Owen whatever. Or he's going to try. So It's an interesting strategy in a startup where everybody had the same right. level yeah. playing field. Yeah, he just, he's, he's going for next year. He wants to have a juggernaut, hopefully, for next year. We'll see how it works. This is actually the most experienced dynasty player in the league. He must have also made, I think he was also making trades in draft for future picks, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yep, yep. yep. Okay, let's uh, go to Mike from Montgomery, New Jersey. How do you feel about Montgomery, New Jersey, then? Considering I've never heard of it, my guess is it's South Jersey. Um, we don't, up here in North Jersey, we don't really take as kindly to the South Jersey people. <laughs> Last night, I bid $2 on the commander's defense. So did someone else. And that other manager got the commander's defense, but I should have because I drafted ninth and the other manager drafted first. It's an offline draft and the commissioner forgot to set waiver priority for tiebreakers, which always starts the season as reverse draft order. Should I be given the DST? The other manager and the commissioner said, submit it to the fantasy cops. And if I get a reply in my favor by Sunday, they'll reverse it. Reverse it. Reverse it. Yeah, reverse it, but also get with the times, guys. I mean, we don't need waivers that are reverse order of the draft. Like, put in a budget, give everybody the budget to work with. They had the budget. budget. They did the budget. You weren't listening. The, the, the tiebreaker the tie tiebreaker for budget is always reverse order. record or... That's why, okay, then I take it back. Yeah, listen. I missed, part of that. I missed that part of that. I was yeah. listening. I Observation about that. New Jersey, by the way. I, Hold on. New Jersey is just a collection of towns that I have no idea where they are. Okay. There's no continuity. It's just like, oh, you live in this place in New Jersey? I have zero idea where you live. That, that's everywhere well, in New Jersey. It's a very, you know, condensed area with a lot of towns. And you got, you know what comes with that, Adam? Oh, you don't have to drive food. a million hours to get to places like you do in Florida. Okay? And let me just say this about what I, the, the mistake I just made. The tiebreak shouldn't be the rolling draft order either. To avoid tiebreaks, give a $1,000 budget instead of a $100 budget. That's what we do in our league, and so it's much harder to tie. On the bid. Okay, fine. Uh, Zach Moss practicing again. Jamie, your reaction? If he plays, he's the best Colts running back to me, which is not saying very much. So still, at best, a flex. 
Yeah. And uh, that's like saying the best athlete among Adam and Dan. <laughs> Let's read some emails. Fantasy football. At C- this and you're going to be so embarrassed next summer. Okay. I have a whole year to train. So do I. You're not going to train. I'm going to take this a lot more seriously than you. Do. Well, <laughs> if I get out athlete by you, that could be the end of my life, let alone, no, let alone career, <laughs> let alone life. Who's Wisconsin got this week? I can't take it that far. What'd you say? Who's Wisconsin got this week? Uh, Wisconsin this week has Washington State, I believe. Big fan. Don't even know they're playing. No, I know they're playing one of those Pac-12 teams they lost to last year. I think it's I think it's Wasit Wazoo. I wasn't really thrilled with week one of the air raid for Wisconsin. I think we have a, a long way to go in trying to make that conversion. Yeah, no, the most important thing for Wisconsin is knowing the opponent they're playing. So let's go to our emails, fantasy football at, at CBS. <laughs> It's fantasyfootballcbsi.com. This is actually a very funny uh, greeting from Peter. Dear blank, blank, and blank, those are usable Chiefs wide receivers. <laughs> uh, who to start in a full PPR flex? Brees Hall, Khalil Herbert, or Brandon Cooks? Herbert. Uh, PPR flex. Yeah, I'll go Herbert. I think Cooks could have a good. No, what the hell, bad guy? It was Washington State. I'm not a fake fan confirmed. I was just correct, and I just didn't have the confidence level that I should have had. Okay? Okay. But it is Herbert. From Joshua. This is my first year playing fantasy football. I've wanted to for a while. Your YouTube channel has been one of my main resources. All right. Welcome, Joshua. That's great. 10-team PPR redraft league. I'm seriously considering trading Cooper Cup. Um, would you trade Cup and Cam Akers for Terry McLaurin and Alvin Kamara? No. He still has probably not Amonra St. Brown, Amari Cooper, and Jerry Judy. And he has Dijon. Okay. Yeah, it's probably if not Cup, enough. If Cup is right, he's arguably the best receiver in fantasy still. Okay, we've got an email from Trace. No, first from Michael. 2QB League, Ryan Tannehill or Jordan Love? I am a Tannehill guy. Uh, Love if his receivers are healthy. We're talking for this week or or Yeah, no, this week, this week. Oh, this week. Um, Then it's even more so Tannehill for me. I just think with with the injuries for the Packers, it's going to be a tough week. This is from Trace now. Dear Will, Jack, Hector, and Davey. I'll give you a hint. Will, Jack, Hector, and Davey. This is a ride at Disney. And a movie. I've never been to Disney. One more time. Will, Jack, Hector, and Davey. So happy I never had to go to Disney oh, as a kid. Yo-ho, yo-ho. Oh. Pirates of the Caribbean. Bottle of rum. Dun-dun-dun. Right? That's, yep, you nailed it. Pee-pee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Something with a bottle of rum in there. I know that. Yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum, but this is yo-ho-yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, definitely It's a trade here in a PPR league. Give up Mark Andrews for Kyle Pitts and Damian Pierce. I think it's super weak at running back. Yeah, Andrews for Pitts and Pierce. He has Pollard, Bijan, James Cook, Jalen Warren, and Bigsby at running back. I wouldn't do that then. Yeah. You're getting Pierce along with those guys, or you're giving up Pierce because you have those guys? No, you're getting Pitts and Pierce. You're giving up Mark Andrews. Yeah. And you I, have Pollard and all those other running backs? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that, but I think in a vacuum, that trade is fair because Pierce and Andrews weren't being drafted that much farther apart. And if Pitts True. hits, he's potentially close to Andrews in production. I don't think it's going to happen, but I could. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, this is from John. Would you start Dobbins or Michael Thomas in PPR? Dobbins. That Dobbins question. Twice. You don't even need to get Jamie's answer for that. We already know. <laughs> this is from Dan. Hey, Adam and friends. I have no idea who he's referring to. Would you trade away AJ Brown and James Cook for Garrett Wilson and J.K. Dobbins? Yes. Yeah, I really like that trade for the Garrett Wilson Dobbins side. Yeah, I think Jamie would do it for just Dobbins. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, throw in Sky more too. Yeah, there you go. This is from Brian. Dear Hunter, Sean, Badass, and Road Dog. Uh, Xbox. What do they call themselves? Oh, Degeneration X. Degeneration X. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Xbox was the other wrestler, right? Is that what that is? Good job. Yes, it is. Uh, All right. Who would you start this week? Marquise Brown, JSN, Nico Collins, or Elijah Moore? It's standard scoring. Marquise Brown, JSN, Nico Collins, Elijah Moore. Didn't you ask a very similar question on the show Friday morning? Maybe. I think, I think you did. Yeah. You posed it. it would uh, be, I would start Elijah. It would be either Moore or Nico Collins for me, for sure. I think Nico has a good chance to get volume right away. I think Moore also has a good chance to get volume right away, especially if they're using him like they used him in the preseason. That really excites me. So I'm just going to chase the projected volume here, and I'd like those two over the rest for sure on a volume standpoint. Yeah, JSM would be the second guy for me. This is from Trevor. Deontay Johnson or Juju? Fryermuth or Ferguson? Uh, both Steelers. And Lawrence or Richardson, four point per passing touchdown. Lawrence. Lawrence. But if, if you do want to split up the Steelers, I would go Deontay and Ferguson. Okay. This is Joe from Boston. Need two running backs, half PPR. Rashad White, Zeke, Akers, Khalil Herbert, Antonio Gibson, half PPR. Pick two. Rashad White, Zeke, Akers, Herbert, Gibson. White is the easy one. And I would probably go with Gibson. I'm on White and Herbert from that group. And you should start Ridley in your flex over the other running backs, uh, Joe. This is from Brian. Pick one in PPR. Higby, James Cook, Flowers. James Cook for me, for sure. From Matt, Damian Pierce or Rashad White? White. I'm going to go Damian Pierce there. This is from Nathan for you, or just Nathan. I thought I'd throw a Nathan for you reference in there for Dan. Surprised you, I'm surprised you saw that show. Yeah. Yeah. I believe me. I know a lot more. You about look a lot like him. People don't say, right? I don't look like him. Come on. <laughs> now the problem with the Nathan for you, Adam comps is like Adam's voice is just 17 decibels higher than, than Nathan's <laughs> voice. So it's just, you can't really ever make that comp for that reason. I want him to do stand up. He's so funny. It would be. All right. Two running backs, two receivers and a flex. What'd you say? Have you ever done stand up? Yeah. I knew I knew the answer that I was not, gonna be. I've yes. not done stand up. Okay. <laughs> you strike me as the type of guy who has been done the stand up, gotten all his friends out to the comedy club. Like I don't know why. I, I like have somewhat of a stand up routine in my head. And <laughs> one day you'll you'll get to. If I ever get called up on stage at the improv or something, it's about how lazy we've become that like you you know, you have keyless ignition in your car. But God forbid you had to rent a car and you had to actually put a key in the ignition and turn it. You're like, are you freaking kidding me? Of course, I'd be cursing and stuff. And then like you go to use your credit card at a store. And like, you know, back in the day, we used to have to swipe our credit card. Then we got to just insert it in. 
Now I can just tap. I can just hold it over the reader. Can you imagine if I had to insert my credit card again? I have this whole routine about how lazy we become. What do you it think? It sounds that, like it has some legs to it, legs, but it also right? sounds potentially like it's just a total knockoff of Jerry Seinfeld. So I'm not 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 quite sure where to stand on this. I don't this. see that. I don't see it. I think, I think it's good. It's good. Uh, you know what would be funny? I'm only kidding. What? what? You're not doing stand-up. <laughs> hey, not Jamie, doing stand-up? How, do you find, uh, how do you find Will Smith in the snow? You look for the fresh prince. You look for the what? The fresh prince. Oh, the fresh prince. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I guess it was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, looks like no John Mechie. Okay. Uh, this is uh, so the question from Nathan from long ago. Two running backs, two receivers, and a flex PPR. Barkley, yes. So give me one more running back. Rashad White, Khalil Herbert, Damian Pierce. Rashad White. I'm sticking with Pierce. Give me two Ooh, receivers. Good news. Good news. What's the good news? Armstead going through workouts today. See if he can play. Oh, Taron Armstead. Nice. That's huge for Dolphins. Uh, so are you really asking me Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown, Chris Godwin? Come on, Nathan. You're going Brown and Hill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have. Is that his fault for asking or your fault for reading? Mine. Definitely. Yeah. So fault for not figuring out the. Yeah. Pick a flex. Wait, who is the running back you chose? Rashad White, Herbert, Pierce? We were split. I was Pierce and, and, Jay, and Jamie was White. White. Okay, so then you can go either White or Pierce or Herbert or Dotson or Godwin at PPR Flex. Um, I put Dotson there. Dotson. Uh, you know what would be funny? This is from the chat. If you guys actually hit on some of your predictions, that would be funny. Oh, oh, oh look wow. at you over there. Oh, oh, oh. I predict we're going to oh, block you. <laughs> that was a big tough guy comment over there from the YouTube section. Yeah, come on, Josh Reynolds. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I'm about Christian Watson last year for me. Yeah. It's only that. All right. So whatever Dan says, just wait until week nine. And yeah, I didn't say it was going to happen right away in week one, but whoever drafted him was definitely happy they did. Not really, because I guarantee they dropped him, but it was a good prediction on your part. Oh, I know you were very high on him. This is from Michael. Start two and a half PPR. Christian Watson, Jahan Dotson, Christian Kirk, Rashad White. If Watson plays, Watson and Dotson. If Watson doesn't play, it's Dotson and Cook. Kirk, 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 you said, right? Yeah, Kirk. I think Kirk for me is definitely in my lineup no matter how I how I do this. I would be Watson and Kirk if Watson plays, but other than that, I can do Kirk and Dotson, but I, I got to keep, I think that whole Jaguars offense is going to have a really good, fun first game. What about Watson and Crick? Watson and what? Watson and Crick. Is that a TV show or a movie? No, those cheesy jokes are just in my DNA. <laughs> They're scientists. <laughs> they invent, they discover DNA, I think. Uh, uh, and... We, so really random reference. Well, you said Watson and Cook, Watson and Kirk. So I get it. Like, how do you know the people who discovered DNA? Just I went surprising. to school. I went to school. Uh, you don't learn that. That's not like something. You uh, Joseph Osai will not play. Okay, that's Bengals pass rusher. Bengals are not playing the Ravens this week. This uh, last one is from LT. Yo, Drew, Chris, and Brooke. Drew is spelled J-R-U-E. Chris is K-H-R-I-S. Chris Middleton and Brooke. Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez. Yay. I got the, the Milwaukee Bucks, baby. Let's go, Adam. I need two and a half PPR. Mike Evans, Christian Kirk, or Raheem Mostert. I'm sitting Evans. Yeah, I'm going Kirk and Mostert. Yep. When we come back, we'll finish the show with your YouTube questions. Submit them. 
YouTube questions. Go for it. And we'll be right back on Fantasy Football today. Schneier, by the way, I want to thank Dan Schneier in all seriousness for working on his day off. He has Fridays off, but he's decided he's going to do the mailbag with us almost every Friday, which is really cool. Uh, we're going to do it a little bit early next week, too, so we won't have all the injury reports. But I think going forward, we should probably try to start maybe around 1230 or something so we have more news to cover and update everybody. So yeah. we'll, we'll do that. Um, but this this week it was 1130 a.m. on Friday. Next week it's going to be the same thing. Uh, let's see Left. what we have in YouTube. Right, Adam? What would you say? A little earlier next week, 11, I think, was what we were doing for 11? next week. 11? Oh, all right, 11. Yeah. All right, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones or Tua, week one? Tua. Tua, yeah. Tua. Daniel Jones. Jamie obviously brought up on a previous podcast, if you guys missed it, Daniel Jones is a really bad history against the Cowboys, so you don't want to chase that. See, it's a, there's a different way to go about it, though. I like when Jamie breaks down, you know, Daniel Jones. It's always fair. It's always uh, um, objective. <laughs> When Heath gets into Daniel oh, Jones, it's ridiculous. It's it feels like there's something behind it. Yeah, you know, it's it me. Like it's you, but it feels a little different for some reason. Like the other day, you were like, "Here, let's talk about fantasy players we haven't talked about." And like, I think it's fair to talk about Daniel Jones at, at that point, right? Like he's a fringe QB one. Some people are excited about his rushing upside. He's like, "No, no, 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 we're done with this." And he barreled it down into the point where you just like moved on to the next player. I feel like you just got like you got kind of you got a uh, got barreled down on that one, Adam. You know, whenever you hear Heath talk about how much he doesn't like Daniel Jones, just replace Daniel Jones with Adam Azer. It's like, okay. he, he just, it's so personal. Oh. Yeah, basically. Um, the funny thing is, is he likes Daniel Jones this week. The week that you're not supposed to like him, he likes him. Yeah, I don't, I'm surprised by that too. I did hear him say Jones over somebody, I forgot who. Yeah, look, it's a bad matchup, but his history against Dallas doesn't really bother me because his history in general is just really bad. So if Daniel Jones is good, then, you know, then I don't really care. He takes too much. that next step. You're saying it doesn't right. matter. I think my prediction as a fan is this is not going to be the week for the offense to take off. I think the Giants offense will take a step forward in 2023. Not this week Let's at see. all against that front. Exactly well, it, what I it, said, yeah. It's also not just the, the long-term history. You look at the two games last year with Brian Dable. You know, if you want to just go the, yeah. what did he do versus this team and this defense with a good system? Granted, Darren Waller wasn't there, but right. you know, track record does matter. Oh, well, he got pummeled in that week three right. game. All right, anyway, I'm worried anyway. about this game, the, the pass rush. Heath is right. Now we actually are talking too much about him. <laughs> uh, Deontay Johnson, Juju, or Dobbs if Watson's out? Dobbs yeah. if Watson's out. Deontay for me. Would you trade Dalvin Cook for Alvin Kamara? In a second. You know, heartbeat as well for me. I like Kamara as a, a, an asset this year. James Cook or Antonio Gibson, half PPR? Cook for me. I'll go Gibson. Rank these guys. Tua, Gino, Lawrence. Lawrence, Tua, Gino. I'm going to go Lawrence, Gino, Tua. What should we do about the New England running backs? Cry if Stevenson doesn't play. <laughs> if Stevenson's out, I still think you can flex Zeke. It just don't be too excited about that. I think that you should... Um, do you have him in the Dynasty League, Baked Burgers? Who? Jamie. Stevenson? Yeah. No, I have terrible running backs there. Uh, okay, and we're playing this week. So <laughs> I hope I win. I need two starters, 14 teams, PPR, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, Dotson, Deontay. Moore and definitely Moore Lockett for me. I was into Lockett or Dotson. I can go Lockett there. I'm I'm excited about Seahawks pass offense in week one against the Rams. Whatever's left of that secondary. Who are you sitting? Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, or Alexander Madison? Sanders. 
for me on the Avengers. I'm sitting. Uh, Thielen was back at practice. Oh, all right. I'm sitting. Sitting I'm sitting Madison. Madison. I'll start Sanders over Madison. You play Sanders over Madison? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're pretty similar. They had, you know. Well, I think one's on a good offense. The other's on a probably bad offense. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they're very close. Okay. Um, Andrew Callahan, who covers the Patriots for the Boston Herald, says that Stevenson's absence is, quote, puzzling. Oh. Yeah, I know. I read that. It might not be injury-related. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Would you drop Justin Ross for Pierre Strong? It's probably too late to do that, but I would not. I don't have much interest in Pierre Strong. I also don't have much interest in Justin Ross either, though, for fantasy. DJ Moore, Van Jefferson, or Javante Williams? Javante Williams. Oh, no, I'm sorry. DJ Moore. I missed him. Uh, Van Jefferson does not belong in the conversation with those. Yeah, guys. that's what confused me, but I'll go more. More as well. Start. Oh, I did this one. Sorry. Can Adam grow a beard? No, I can't. No, actually, he can, and I don't know why he doesn't grow it out. Because when he does it, it comes in pretty full. Like yeah, I have no, but nice I can't connection up here. Like, I, I, but that's as full. That's as full as it gets. Like, what you no, have I've seen right- you with the shadow. It looks pretty good. I, if I were you, I'd give it a shot and see what happens. <laughs> the thing is, like, if you committed to it, it would be done in half an hour. Yeah, no, this is it. I, I shaved before the mailbag. And by the way, have you noticed that uh, Jamie's hair now has grown back completely fine after he buzzed the thing you were so scared to do? Buzz three lines at the side of your head. Oh, I can't do it. My wife's on an important call at 1030 at night. She was. It was true. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the draft thon ended at 10, so it wasn't 1030. It was <laughs> it was like uh, 915. Why so low on Hollywood Brown? Should be number one wide receiver on a team playing from behind. Washington has no lockdown cornerbacks. Uh, they have a very good defense. The pass rush will be a problem for whoever's starting there, and good luck figuring out whoever's starting there and if they're any good. So Josh yeah. Dobbs, Clayton Toon. No, not good no. for uh, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Jamie, know that you can't have confidence in the Cardinals' offensive line given what they've done, and you can't have confidence in the quarterback throwing the ball downfield. So how does Hollywood Brown get his touches or his yards or his touchdowns? I don't know. Uh, Jahan Dotson or DJ Moore? More. Plus, Washington drafted a first-round corner this year, so we'll see what happens. That's true. They did, yeah. Uh, Someone just dropped Camara in a half PPR twelve-team league. How much fab for Camara? Oh my God, twelve-team league. Fifty percent at least. I don't really understand why anyone would would have dropped Camara that drafted Camara. This is a wild league, but I'm going sixty-five percent. Yeah, this, I, I don't think, I think eight, a better free agent all year. I think eighty percent is justifiable. Would you say eighty? I think it's justifiable. I, yeah. I don't love doing that. You're really at the mercy of Camara, basically. I don't hate it. But I think it's justifiable. There won't be a better free agent this entire year. Godwin or Lockett, half PPR? Lockett. Lockett, yeah. Ayuk, Addison, or Gibson? Uh, Gibson. Just given the matchups, I think Gibson makes the most sense there, too. Okay. Let's see. What do you think about Addison? And what do you guys think about Addison for week one? I, I think he might have a little bit of sneaky flex appeal for me. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I think, you know, we were talking about this on Thursday show that sometimes with the rookies in week one, you want to be a little cautious. And Jameer Gibbs clearly proved that, you know, how much work will they get despite the situation, despite what we love? You know, I said really the the only 
I like two and a half rookies for this week. Gibbs was one of them, but it was Gibbs, Bijan, and Addison was the half just because I think the matchup is is good. The, like you said, there's some sneaky flex appeal, but how much is he going to play over KJ Osborne in week one? You know, and right. then is it is it just he has to work his way into it? You know, we see it all the time. Second half of the season is when those guys second half of the season is when those guys tend to take off. And so not bad for this week, but not must start, in my opinion. Okay. I'm just gonna read a few more here. Uh, thoughts on Tyler Conklin for the Jets? I have none. <laughs> um, not not a safe start yet. Could could become a potential uh, waiver wire guy. Yeah, wait on that one. Um, Deontay Johnson, James Cook, or Brandon Ayuk? PPR. Deontay. It's gonna be Cook for me. Any thought on Marl Andrews? I think that's Mark Andrews. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts on him? I just think he's probably fine. I mean, he came back to practice this week. They said, let's not go eat. And when it first happened, Harbaugh was like, don't go crazy over this. It's not a major injury. Um, so I think you just treat it as normal. He starts, you start him. Yeah. Um, pick up Jake Ferguson or Luke Musgrave? Ferguson. I'm going to go with Musgrave. I've been on Musgrave train all draft season. I finally have to start using actual draft capital to get him. I was able to get him last round every draft for a while. But just believe in the talent. Believe in the role. He played every first team snap with Jordan Love in the preseason. He's getting open constantly. The ball didn't always go his way. I think he's a credible talent. I want to be in on it. I think he has breakout potential. Last one. Buy or sell. Happy Gilmore is better than Billy Madison. Great one from Dave Barry here. Sell, I am going to sell, buy. sell. Oh, you're selling. You have Billy Madison over Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I have Happy Gilmore as the one. I, those are very. They're in the elite tier. Though I also, and I know I got a lot of crap from this from you, Adam, or maybe it was Adi. I also have Big Daddy in that tier. I think Big Daddy is an amazing movie. It's not as funny, but it's just so heartwarming and amazing, and still has funny moments. But I know it's really not viewed no, properly. It's more in the uh, Burrow Fields oh, Lamar Jackson okay. tier. I, I I I would just say that the the Beth, the Beth uh, Adam Sandler movie is, is clearly the 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 water boy and um, I'm a little parched so can we can we wrap this up because yes, we can like very very tasty eight two from we can we can so that's it for today's mailbag good luck everybody we have an update for you on Sunday morning with an eight a.m. podcast thanks for watching and listening everybody and enjoy your weekend and let's go Washington State. My, 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 my mama said Adam is the devil. <laughs> <laughs>